Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what the media wants. And this was really brought on from the fact that I read someone on LinkedIn And then I've always had conversations with different media friends. So I took a survey and I'll read some of the comments of what my media friends said they want when you want publicity. But Perry Hedrick, I want to give him a shout out. He is a fellow uh, PR colleague um, and he wrote something on LinkedIn. I want to read to you. And I just thought it was so spot on. He's kind of hilarious. So he says, PR is widely, wildly misunderstood, right? A lot of folks, even super smart executives of very large brands think they're paying PR agencies for access to top reporters, like we're agents or brokers, or I like to say, like we have this magic wand, right? That we can really just wave and just say, hey, Um, or that we are just some kind of, that we have some kind of secret journalistic underworld. But he says, that's not how it works. Anyone reading this can buy a database of reporter contacts and info. True. Even top reporters to the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, you could buy anybody's database. But contacts mean, and this is when I said, oh, I like him, diddly squat if you don't know what to do with them. If you don't know what to do with them. You want a write-up from top reporters, the best of the best. Don't let anyone No, I told you this, he says. You didn't hear from me. (laughs) You have to have a killer story to tell. Bottom line, it must be factual, defensible, not fanciful, or aspirational. And that's the key. You need to have, this is the main key, perfect timing. So paying attention to the news cycles. Because when you're ready to write a story about your industry, we're here for them. So that's why PR agencies work really hard for you to stay uh, top of mind with key reporters, because we're here to write about, they're here to write about you, your industry, and that's what publicists do. They they help you, they arm you with facts, he says, data research, customers, uh, uh, graphics, visuals, all of those things. I I told someone today, a client today, I says, we need uh, one sheet, we need a bio, we need a B-roll. We need video. We need a working website, not a whack website. Uh, we need certain tools because these are the tools. Obviously, you need photos and things like that. But you need the tools that when the reporter or the editor or the producer says, hey, send me this, send me that, you have that in the right format, in the right resolution. And it says earned media, earned, meaning there's paid, there's earned, there's owned, and then there is, uh, what's the other one? Uh, shared shared media. And so shared is kind of like social and then owned is what you own and then earned is what what publicity is, right? That's what what it is that you, um, and then there's paid. Paid is advertising. So one of the things is that earned media requires a great story, 
impeccable timing and constant, what I call like work or research, you know, people who are always on the lookout for their client in the news, looking for like double Dutch, I would say like when to jump in. And anyone who tells you other than that is peddling snake oil. As a trained publicist, I appreciate it, Pari. Thank you so much. He says, this is the way. And he kind of put the little fist up there. I was like, oh, brother, we are talking. We are talking truth here, right? We are talking truth. So that came from LinkedIn because you know I love my LinkedIn family over here, right? Because LinkedIn is everything. Hey, Alicia, how are you? You are. That's that's it. Um, hey, Carla. Good evening. Good evening. Yes. Hey. So one of the things I'm going to talk about is giving you some real life answers of what they're really looking for, right? What they're really looking for. Uh, For those of you who aren't familiar with me, I'm Pam Peer. You see the little thing down there. I'm the host of Get Out There, Get Known Podcast. And I do LinkedIn Live every week. Uh, I drop uh, podcasts every single week. You can go to pamperrypodcast.com, watch all of them. You can listen on iHeart, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. They're just everywhere. I, I showed up in Amazon. I'm like, what is this? And so I have been doing PR publicity for a long time and a couple of decades. And so I work with a lot of different clients from different areas, from uh, nonprofits to, uh, I was the director of Salvation Army Public Relations for many years, to working with authors and speakers. So, you know, from T.D. Jakes to Dr. Cindy Trim, Dr. Stacia Pierce, all of that. And then I teach in my membership program, Ready, Set, Go, Speak, how to do these things. I like PR. He said, PR used to be like fishing. You get dozens of traps. Talk about PR pitches and hope to see a couple of the flags snap up (laughs) and get nibbles from reporters. He says, you never knew what kind of fish you'd attract, but eventually you trap. um, Every trap or pitch used to be the same bait, but now they say, really, it's it's merely a numbers game. And he kind of just says, you know, that, you know, the spray and pray, but I really don't think it is spray and pray and keep your fingers crossed, you know, really reporters, if you know what they're looking for, if you give it to them, they want to use it just as much as you want to give it to them. That's really the truth because you're giving them, uh, you're making their jobs easier. You're making their life easier. So ready, set, go speak is a program that that really is a membership that talks about a system, about how you have to be ready. It talks about mindset, really ready, you know, how to get the publicity, what the publicity will do for you, how to leverage it once you do get it. The set is all the tools that I told you about. And set is really the easy part. The set is uh, the press release, the pitch, the hook, the angle, uh, the, the, the physical, tangible things that they'll need to require. The goal is when you're actually out there and you're doing the pitching and you're going and you're getting the bookings and then speak is when really you're just confirming and, 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 and doing all of the, the bookings and the, and making sure that your message is resonating. And when you're speaking, that it is translating into sales. That's the whole part because public relations, publicity is a part of the marketing wheel. It's, it's one of the wheels in the in the spoke. So, I mean, one of the spokes in the wheel. So you have to have it do something. Publicity is not for ego. It's not ego marketing. It is really marketing to really move forward to serve, to sell something. So if you have all this publicity and nothing is sold, it's like, okay, well, what was that about? So let me read you some of the things that the media said that they want. So when you are, when you know, and I did this a, a while ago. So one of the things that, um, that people said that they want. They, this is this person says um, an example of a release announcing something like a parade. 
that has to do with uh, a local high school, a marching band, you know, that's something that maybe touches a lot of people. Uh, this particular person says, govern things I use, you know, so I have friends that work at like news stations, so they use a lot of that. Again, it has to touch a lot of people. So when you're sending out a press release, it has to touch a lot of people. I usually stay away from just like one things of like a grant opening of one thing, you know, it's like, who cares really, unless it's a small town. It says all of those people are looking for free publicity, right? And they usually don't spend money with the, with the local radio station. So it, what they're saying is if you're going to do a pitch, if, if the pitch is to a radio station, it just can't be about you. Can't just be about you. How many people will this affect and touch? Because if it doesn't affect or touch a lot of people in their audience and it's just about you and your place, that's really an ad. So that's paid. <laughs> that is paid media. That is not earned. You have to earn it, right? Uh, the other person says that one of the things they're looking for, topics and guests of interest to their audience. So you have to know the audience of the media, something that is clearly written, brevity is key, with details about the guests and the topic to help them determine if there's something that's interesting for a half hour show. The word interesting, you would only know what's interesting to them if you know their media, right? Another person here says, he says, a simple, clear-cut statement telling me the basic story at the top. That's why brevity is key. They're on the average. Uh, reporters, producers, editors, journalists, they get an average of probably about 200 emails, 300 emails a day. And most of those are pitches. Most of those are pitches. So they have to sort through a whole lot. And they still have a job to do. They still have to write. <laughs> so they can't read pictures all day. So they want something that's going to say why, you know, clearly written, short, up at the top, uh, direct name and contact. There's the other thing, another pet peeve, because I even get pictures too for Speakers Magazine. You know, they'll put all this information here and then I have to hunt down the name and the contact information. So um, more info below, fine, you know, but I need solid links that go to things that I can find. So that's one of the things that they always say. It says, this other media person says, they're constantly time challenged. Like I said, they like to know right up front what is most compelling, what is the most unusual, and perhaps the most humorous event that is being promoted. Now, you're trying to stand out from the crowd. What is the thing that is the most compelling, the most interesting? It helps to write in such a way that it's going to make them feel like they're going to be left out. They have FOMO too, if out of something big, if they don't cover it. They have promo. <laughs> so they hate they hate being left out of big stories. So you want to make it seem like it is a big story. And a lot of times when you're, depending on the station, if it's a magazine, if it's a newspaper, if it's a radio station, where the podcasts are a little bit different because that pitch is different because they're, they're timeless kind of pieces. But if it is news, it has to be something new. I had a, uh, a client today do an interview today um, and I had the my writer write the press release. And basically, one of the things I said is I know we have a new program coming out and I know that, you know, you have some things that you want to share and promote, but make sure it's not so promotional that it sounds like an advertising, that it sounds like it can fit a larger audience for the medium. So give some facts and figures if you know why you created this product. What problem is it solving for the general population? Not everybody in the world, but at least a large part of their audience if we're going to pitch it out to the media. So that was one of the things. Uh, this is another person that all media said they want something witty, smart, to the point, and most importantly, a contact person who is knowledgeable and will speak for them in audio opportunities. By the way, 
I found that doing things, um, I found that doing something generates interest of all the releases that I remember that are the ones that are smart, that included smart gifts. So, you know, something that unique that makes you stand out. And that we did this a, a lot in um, the days when I was working on McDonald's for did McDonald's for uh, Black McDonald owner operators in Detroit. And I also worked on Dunkin' Donuts. So one of the things we would do is we'd send out food. So all the morning show people, right? So br breakfast food, breakfast food for them in the morning, uh, donuts and coffee for the morning guys. I mean, that's some of the things. And then obviously it'll be a press release with it. If it was a new type of, um, one of the things we did was opening day for the Detroit Tigers. So we would go around to all of the TV stations, all the radio stations, the whole team, and we would deliver these donuts that had the tiger marks on them, right? So that it really people can understand that, you know, and talk of Dunkin' Donuts on opening day for the Detroit Tigers. This was pre-COVID, obviously. Like I said, I've been doing this like a couple of decades. So, you know, we we sent out so many different like little things to make us stand out. Um, to make it newsworthy and to make it different. Uh, McDonald's, whenever there was a new product, we would do that. It's so it was it was a lot of things. And a lot of times in order to get publicity for McDonald's, we would we would promote for the black McDonald owner operators, we would promote the owner operators and what they were doing in the community. Uh, some of the things that they say that they really, really love is making sure that they are they reach the station well in advance. Um, they said they get frustrated with people who call with items that must be aired within the next few days or with, um, you know, basically they're not giving them enough time. He says also publicity packs that are more apt to receive more attention, not just a single slips of paper. We generally show the organization has put in much thought and care into the release. Thought and care. So spray and pray is not the thing we want thought into the release. The other person says news releases need to be straight to the point. I don't need a 10 page uh, story to tell me about some kind of book signing. Just give me a paragraph. If I'm interested, I'll call for more information. So a lot of them, it, what I, I teach really in the Ready, Set, Go Speak program is that you have to do a lot of pitches in order to get media. Have to have thick skin. It's not personal. If they don't, if they don't like that pitch, then try another pitch. Try another pitch on another day. It is timing. A lot of it is timing. A lot of it is the brevity, but a lot of it is really looking, making sure that you are prepared because you only have one chance to make a first impression. So you want to make sure you're doing that. The other thing too is that a news release that is actually get this newsworthy, right? Not just publicity. And this person says, I guess a lot of press releases from um, political candidates focus on their schedule and they don't bring any news about into the events. It says, I could see these being useful to big organizations where there are more people, you know, that report on politics. However, in a one person newsroom, so this is where it really pays attention to know who you're sending it to and make it more personal if you can. The press, the press releases that are most useful are usually Bring an interesting person to the community, to the forefront, or giving me really a synopsis of a conference. They don't like propaganda. They're not there to promote you. Um, it says, I also get generic re press releases. And, you know, they don't do anything. You know, they're just generic. and They don't get any coverage. So one of the things, too, it says that, you know, making sure that you know what they have covered. Don't send them something that they just covered. So at least scroll the 
the the website to see if they've covered anything before because what they hate is like we just did a segment on that and it's like oh you did and so now you're looking like crazy it's like oh okay, well if you did a segment on that at least give them a different angle that's really the whole point of it um the main thing is that when you are pitching that you, they say this over and over again that it affects their listeners affects their readers, the majority of the readers. It affects their audience. They don't care about you. They care about what their audience is looking for. Uh, the other things that said they're, they're looking for, um, for me, I do a news magazine show. So it's a handle a little bit different. So just like magazines are different from newspapers, you have to know the environment for each medium, which is really what publicists know. They know the, the environment for each medium. He says, but I look for anything that is little out of the ordinary, has a good human interest, Human interest pulls on the heartstrings story, but also I look for anything that has to do with diversity. So speaking of diversity, so there are a lot of different types of um, diversity, I guess you would say medium. So if you're trying to reach the African-American market, maybe you can go on blacknews.com, which is a, 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 a website where you could go and do press releases there. You can maybe do serious urban view. You know, and there's a whole lineup of there from Karen Hunter to Laura Coates to Joe Madison. If you're looking for, um, and not just black people who work for major stations, but there are black stations like the Black News Channel, which is all, you know, obviously news for, for black people um, there. So, you know, obviously there's black newspapers that uh, NNPA, National Newspapers Publishers Association, uh, which is a chain of all the black newspapers. And then each city has its own black newspaper. So targeting the African-American market, then obviously there's radio too as well. There's the Beasley Group and there's Radio One. So you have to know when you're digging in and knowing what your client wants or what media you really want to go after to study it, to study it and to know all of the 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 intricate details of what each one is looking for in it does it sound like a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work <laughs> it's it is a lot of work that's why people pay a lot of money for to have a publicist because it is a lot of work you have to know that um but the main thing that that i started out saying is that just because you have a rolodex of media contacts does not necessarily mean that you're going to send them a press release or send them a pitch and you're going to get on relationships is everything and i will say that um, for me, um, you know, I've been around for a long time. And when you are nice to people or genuinely nice to people and you're providing information of value, you're very uh, professional in terms of your materials that you send to them, they will remember you. And then when you call them again, they will pick up the phone or either they'll answer the email and they will say yes. Most people are nice. Now, there are some people that are just kind of like, hey, you know, they, they don't have that type of chip in them where they're just rude. Okay. So they just, like I said, you have thick skin. Some people are going to be rude. They won't, they won't, they won't respond. If they say no, you just say next. That's it. But you do have to continue to pitch. And the more you pitch, you know, I just was recently um, featured in, um, I think what is Parsha's magazine called? Um, VIP Global. VIP Global. So she featured like 50 top women influencers and a lot of those women I knew, Nicole Roberts-Jones was one, and I think Dr. Missy was one, and there were a few other ones. And I really appreciated that. So one of the things, too, when you do get publicity, one, you do share it out because a media organization likes for you to share out the information that you feature them. 
in social media, but also to make sure that you say thank you to them. So thank you to the Medium Outlet. They have so many other people they can write about and talk about and showcase and share. So just making sure that you say thank you makes it so that the next time there is some kind of opportunity, they remember you. So a lot of times sending a handwritten note if you can, or at least at the very least, you know, sending an email thanking them. Uh, there was another organization, uh, Courageous Woman Magazine. that was on the cover for the month of April, uh, Talisha Berry and I. So we're friends. I have a magazine. She has a magazine. Hers is a different market than mine. Um, so there is some overlap, but I do say thank you to her. And we do things together collaboratively. For African-American media, specifically for Black people to work together, Black media, working with Black publicists, and then other Black media organizations working together is very important if we're going to build our community. If we're going to build our community, make us strong, tell good stories, tell positive stories about our community, we have to work. So working with the National Association of Black Journalists or working with the Black Public Relations Society of America, those are organizations that deal with African-Americans. And not to say that we want to be in our own little bubble, but a lot of times, and, and you'll know this on other podcasts, I think it was uh, Kristen Pope that was two um, podcasts ago, and I think also Dominique um, as well. Um, they talk about being in the media and, and being like really fighting to get the stories told in their, or, in their organizations where they work because they're minorities. So if, in order to tell our stories, we have to make sure that we're working together, that we make sure that. Um, if you're like Vicki Thomas, congratulations to Vicki Thomas. She was um, with WWJ Radio and retired after 30 years. Good friend of mine and so proud of her. And she's now gone on to refire herself up as a communications director of City of Detroit. But she was in a Ready, Say, Go Speak um, as one of our guest experts. And the video is still in there. But she talked about after 30 years and also Michigan Journalism Hall of Fame. But she talked about what she looks for in stories. She is still doing one little segment on WWJ and it has to do, I think, with Detroit businesses or something like that, spotlighting Detroit businesses. Now she works hard to do that, to spotlight, uh, you know, as much as she can, the black community, put them in positive light. But we have to come correct. We have to have the right tools, the right press release, pitch, the website, pictures, whatever she needs, the sound bites, making sure that we come correct so that she can share our story. So that's one of the things that I try to teach and ready, set, go speak is making sure that if they are going to, if you're going to even like write an op-ed, how to write an op-ed, give you examples of what an op-ed is or or showing you what different um, blogs, what they're looking for. If you're going to guess, do a guest article, making sure you're following their directions because that's the main part of it, following the directions. If someone says in Speakers Magazine says, yes, I'd like you to send me a 250 word bio, your speaking topics, your contact information, Bada, bada, bada. And then you send me 700 words and then you don't send me any speaking topics. And then you send me a photo of, of you at a wedding and somebody was cut out and that's going to be your perfect. That's then I can't use it. So the people who are in the magazine are ready. They, they have professional photos. They're ready. They have the speaking topics and they, they have speaking reels because we embed videos in this in speakers magazine. So I teach that because most people think they're more ready than they really are. And you don't know what you don't know. So uh, Rodney Burris, he says that a lot. He says, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. And Dr. Cynthia Hickman as well. You know, she didn't know what she didn't know. But if someone can walk alongside of you and show you exactly what to do step by step, this is why you need it. This is what you need to do. 
This is where you get it. And now you're ready because you can't go out there and just, you know, get this magic wand and a publicist and say, hey, you know, you've got these contacts. Why don't you just share them and so I can get on the show? No, it, 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 it's a process to it. It's a process that I call ready, the ready phase. That is really the most important, really understanding your brand, getting your messaging down, clarifying, having clarity. That's number one. Number two, set, getting all the materials and tools together. I don't care if if you have to redo your brand shoot, if you got to redo your website, or sometimes I tell people, I say, maybe you need to redo that book cover, the set phase, because all of that is going to then say, go. The go phase is when you're doing the pitching and pitching and then speak when you're landing the bookings. And it's a, it's a simple process. It's not easy, but it is simple if you understand the process and the language that they're speaking. You know, the language of what the media says that they want. One of the things they said they really want, hey, Carla, thank you. One of the things that they said they really want is a great headline, important to all, okay, and not just special people. So a great headline. A great headline is pretty much like um, subject, it is like a subject in your email, right? You know, what what's going to catch your attention? A lot of times, you know how you can really understand this? And I told this to um, the group the other day is that if we study the media and I told them which, which media outlets to study and which magazines to read and study their type of headlines, you really do have a formula of how to really do that pitch. And so I tell people, it's like, this is like the secrets. My friends are producers. I've been a producer. These are the like secrets of what to do in order to get it. So a lot of times in relationships, sometimes um, you don't know who knows who. So it pays to be nice to everyone. It does pay nice to be nice to everyone because you never know. That little intern that you were just kind of like, oh, that's enough. But intern, next thing you know, you turn around couple of weeks later and they are the producer in charge. So, so, so in this business, be nice to everyone. Uh, one of the things that remember Perry said that, um, uh, what he says that, um, yeah, that he talks about spamming. So this is a thing. So we want a lot of media hits. We want hundreds and hundreds of media hits, right? But don't spam people. Don't spam them. Uh, spamming is like when you send one release, you select all and you just send it out. That that's not going to work. It needs to be personalized. Each one needs to be personalized. If you're going to pitch a podcast, which I show people how to do that, you have to listen to the podcast and see if it fits. Okay. If you're going to write for someone's blog, you have to read the blog to see if it fits. So a lot of this does make um, common sense, but it ain't that common because people ain't doing it. And the only way to really know to keep doing it or to stay encouraged in doing it is to be a part of a membership community that encourages you that really, um, you know, someone sent me um, their press release. What did I think about it? You know, so a lot of times this is one main key And most press releases are so over the top uh, superlative. You want to make it newsworthy. You're, you're trying to make it subjective. You're taking out the the fluff. Take out the fluff. They can read through fluff. Reporters can read through fluff. So you want to make sure that it is very journalistic style. The only way you know if it's journalistic style is one, to have a, a publicist or a journalist read it and proof it, or you continue to study, if you haven't gone to journalism school, to study the journalism style. That's really it. That's really it. All right. So... Um, Looking over here, see if they, oh, thank you, Alicia. See if there are any questions over here. 
Oh, thank you. That's Roddy Burris. He is in there in the Ready, Set, Go Speak program as well. I do have something I'm going to be making an announcement at the end of this month because the Ready, Set, Go Speak program, they don't know about it. They'll know by the next time. But um, something special that I decided that I was going to do in order for people to work more closely with me, I'm going to be announcing on May 26th. It's my birthday. And um, it's something that I've been tooling with for a long time. And it is one of those type of things where it was the secret sauce that I use when I'm working with my larger, bigger brand um, VIPs, you know, like the Jakeses and the, you know, all of the, um, you know, those type of uh, speakers that I was working with before. So I'll be making that announcement soon. So before then, if you really want to get into Ready, Set, Go, Speak, I would suggest doing that relatively soon because there's going to be some big changes in it. And I don't want to go into it now. You can't really, you know, publicists are really hard to keep secrets, right? <laughs> so I don't want to talk anymore about it because we do not keep secrets well. We try to tell everything to everybody. So learning how to pitch is important, knowing the media, uh, getting on smaller medium, large. It's a stair step. No one starts at the top of the, oops. <laughs> no one starts at the top of the, uh, the chat of the chain. Then that you, you, you start small. When I say small in your local community, you know, people say, I want to be on CNN. I, boo. Have you ever been in your local newspaper? You know, you, you know, have you written an op-ed in your local newspaper? You want to write an op-ed in the New York times. So when you look at someone who has success, their overnight success, probably took 10 years. Ask Audra, was it Audra Day? <laughs> she won an Oscar for a Billie Holiday. Uh, did she win an Oscar or a Grammy? I can't remember what, what it was, but it, she's been out there for a minute. All right. And she will tell you that in a minute that she, she did not just start right away. So uh, one of the things too, the last thing I'm going to say is that if you have a book, you can write a press release. But don't write the press release just about the book. Make it about what's going on in the news to make the book relevant besides just your book. So, so many people, when they have a book, I have a book. It's like, oh my God, I have a book. It's Everybody has a book, okay? Just about everybody has a book. So you want to make it so that it flows with other things going on in that news cycle, right? And not just about your book. Because there are a million books that are released every single year. So what is going to make your book different? We did um, the press release for uh, Juanita Rasmus. Her book is Learning to Be. And so we really tied it around learning to be really when the, when you're, when the bottom falls out. Talked about COVID and um, people in isolation and, and people really going through a period of uh, depression and, and, and that sort of thing. So the book dealt with bigger things that were going on in the world besides just her book. It was her personal story. It was a nonfiction book about her personal story and how she learned to be, but it also talked about self-care and, and those trends that are that people are talking about. So she's been on a lot of uh, stations across the country and different podcasts, but it wasn't just talking about her book. Her book was just the tool that opened it up that was new and newsy, but we also tied it into what's going on in the news cycle and what was important to that news station. So with that, I'm going to, um, if there are any questions over here, uh, that this stream yard is so cool. So my Ready, Set, Go, Speak program, go there, readysetgospeak.com. Uh, that is a monthly program that, like I said, it's like having a publicist information on tap 
where you don't, everything that you need is in one place. So you make sure that you do that. Go there, readysetgospeak.com. And then bi-monthly, bi-weekly, I answer Q&A questions personally on Zoom. And that's one of the things too. So you can go and read the testimonials there on the page. I won't have to go through all that, but you can watch those videos there. So with that, I am Pam Perry and I will talk with you later. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.